Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast. You're going to learn three key things from this amazing guest today. One is the easiest way to take sales notes in a sales call, and it's absolutely ingenious. The second is custom action, so you can actually tailor it to your existing sales process. And the third thing is a really cool way of getting a technical question asked live. Right. So how many times you've been in a call and you said, oh, look, I don't know that answer. I'll get back to you. This is a brilliant way of solving that. So if you're a first time listener, welcome. And if you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you're a regular, I really appreciate those iTunes reviews. Now you can take notes, but if you are in a, you know, on your bike or wherever you are at the moment, we have a summary of the key actions, and believe me, there's plenty. So there's a summary of the key actions, and also you can go to paulhigginsmentoring.com and get a full trend script. I take notes, so you'll see me feverishly taking some notes during this, so I look down, but I'm very interested in what our guest has to say. So today's guest is a serial uh, entrepreneur, and a must and most importantly, a proven one, and he, he is a graduate out of Y Combinator. And in January 2021, he did 300 sales calls in a month and he just lost track of notes. And, you know, it was so difficult. So he went and actually solved his own pain point. And now what he's done is created a solution that allows you to transcribe, highlight, and really the most important thing is enjoy a sales call and not worry about the notes as they are all captured via these custom buttons in video. And he explains that very well on the podcast today. And even better, the product is actually free. So there's 700 people on the wait list for it at the moment, right? But if you stay to the end, we'll actually give you a code that you can go in and get access to it straight away. So what I'll do now is hand you over to Richard White from fathom.video. Welcome, Richard. Great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Yes, yeah, so excited to talk about this. I've uh, used products uh, like yours, but I really like some of the re- well, the research that I did. I really like um, the way that it's more structured towards sales. So we'll dive into that um, shortly. But why don't we kick off with you know who you love to work with? Who's your perfect clients? I mean, probably anyone who does a lot of Zoom calls, especially a lot of kind of external Zoom calls, right outside their organization. Uh, so that naturally kind of flows into sales, customer success, you know, client services, that sort of thing. But sales is, you know, anyone kind of in a sales or external facing role is clearly our, our best user right now. Yeah, great. And any particular size of business or is it uh, at the moment sort of, you know, everyone can uh, can use it? I mean, we're we're a free product. Uh, you know, we're a desktop app and a Zoom app, so anyone can use it. We're probably you know we're we're pretty new. We started this company just a little over a year ago. So, yeah. you know, as as startups are want to do, we generally probably focus more on smaller companies today. But there's no functional reason why a larger company can't use us. We actually did all the like SOC two stuff. We did all that stuff like like from day one because we we knew that would be important. But probably SMB to start right now. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Well, that's definitely more more of our, our audience, and the uh, some of the problems. Of what some of the problems that 
that uh, these guys face and you help to solve? Yeah, I mean, I think any of us that are on a lot of Zoom calls, especially when you're in salespeople and you're on back-to-back calls, right? They all kind of blur together very quickly, right? Uh, and, you know, I was... My, the reason I started this company is I did like 300 Zoom calls in January of, of last year or basically 2020. Uh, I was just doing like, a, I was doing a ton of stuff for my last company. And I was like, this is an insane amount of work to try to like talk to someone and type at the same time and then try to clean that up after the call. And what would be even worse, like I'd actually be pretty diligent about that is I'd look at these notes two weeks later and I didn't remember like the important nuance of it. And I try to share these notes with my team. My team's like, I don't, you know, it just doesn't translate well. You know, the experience I had on the call, the like insights I had, the you know ups and downs didn't translate into textual notes. And so, you know, that's I think at the end of the day, just making it so that you can focus on the conversation and not be stressed out about oh my gosh, what did I just miss? Like, what did they just say? Right? Like, you know, you've got this kind of this tool backing you up. Um, and then honestly, I used to also run the sales team on my last company for a bit. And I think the other direction is really interesting too. You know. That was probably the biggest challenge I had managing my sales team was getting them to write me good notes, yeah. right? Some someone wrote like chicken scratch. Some of them wrote like a transcript. But regardless of how good or bad they were, I still always was just like, "Gosh, I wish I could just watch a thirty-second clip of that pricing objection, right?" Or, or you know, how that call ended that the the, the my rep is claiming is definitely going to close, right? So I think we're seeing two sides of that, right? For people that are on the phones. It just de-stresses your day, allows you to write better notes after the call is over, come back to it or, you know, and also we also automate a lot of the data entry into your CRM. And then from the manager side, giving you visibility, not to the entire call, because we don't have time. I don't, you know, I don't know about you, but I've never had time to watch all of my reps calls, but give me the highlights, right? Let me take a 30 minute call and make it 90 seconds. So let me watch that and be like, ah, okay. I feel like I've got to grasp what's going on. Yeah. So, so how do you, or how does the software pick? You know what goes into that short snippet of a of a whole call. How does that work? It's interesting because there's a number of people have tried to do or products to try to do AI to like pull out the interesting parts of the call. Yeah, and we just found they're very error prone, right? I don't, the tech just isn't there today. Yes, um, even like when they try to detect action items, they're still only like eighty percent correct. So we still have you know the person on the call tell us when there's an interesting moment, but instead of having to put their hands on the keyboard or type something out, we give you kind of a list of buttons. Like, you know, action item, tech question, objection. And we'll even in the onboarding process, ask you your sales methodology and like load out buttons specific to it. Um, you know, pain point, right? Uh, timeline, that sort of thing. And so whenever you hear one of these things that you're like, oh, this is a noteworthy insight or action item or tech question, you just click a button in our app. And what we've learned is that you can kind of break up a call into a series of back and forths, right? I ask a question, they answer it, ask a follow-up question, answer it. And so you know, if I ask you a question and maybe halfway through, I realize, oh my gosh, this is really interesting. This is their pain point. I click the pain point button and our system will go back in time and figure out, okay, when did Paul start talking? And then it'll listen for when you stop talking and say, okay, that section of the call is a pain point, right? We'll flag it as that. We'll make it a shareable video clip. Uh, we'll even, you know, we'll use it to generate a call summary that pushes your CRM. We even potentially ship that clip in your Slack channel so you can see all the pain points in real time and stuff like that. So, that's the key thing. We still have a human in the middle telling us that something's interesting, but then we do all the work around that to kind of like package up and say, okay, that part of the call was noteworthy. Brilliant. And like how many custom fields are there? Yeah, as many as you want. Um, but generally, I think most people have like eight to 10. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we're, we're our next, one of the next things to work on is to have like a, a different loadout, a few over different types of calls. 
right? I'm on an intro call. I don't hear these types of things. I mean, they're, all, they're almost like tags, right? I'm on a demo call. I hear these types of things. And, and when it integrates into the software, and, and firstly, what sort of sales CRMs does it integrate into at the moment? Right now, it's HubSpot, Salesforce, and we're just about to launch Close CRM, which is a great kind of SMB CRM if you've uh, never yeah. heard of it before. Great. And, and does it come in, where does it come into, you know, into the, the CRM? Yeah. So that's the other fun thing we found is that like, you know, we all hate data entry, right? And like trying to like, okay, I'm going to log the meeting and put my notes in it, who was there. And so uh, our system will not only, it basically will take, you know, you highlighted, you know, X part of the call. And actually fun fact, we generally find people find only about 15% of the call noteworthy. Yes. So they highlight about 15% of the call, which is kind of why none of us want to watch a call where it's like 85% is not noteworthy. Anyway, so we take that 15% of the call, we make a little nice little summary um, by looking at the transcript, by looking at what you highlight and said, okay, there are three pain points or three action items. There was two highlights and one objection. And we kind of make that a nice formatted thing. And we log that as a meeting on the right contacts, accounts, and opportunities. And so we actually, you know, and, you know, we'll even go so far as to like, if you talk to someone who wasn't in your system, we'll create a contact for them and log it against them. And so do all that stuff. And what's nice about that is not only you have the call summary, but I can click into that that thing, right? So if I'm that manager who's like, yeah, but what do they really say, right? My rep said like, you know, uh, objected to price too high. I can, there's actually a link next to it. I click it and I can immediately watch that section of the call. Brilliant. And 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 when they click, is that open into uh, the that opens software? Into or... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. And and also, can you? Um, or have you had examples where people will actually send specific things to their clients? So you know how sometimes you do a summary and you know, you know what, you know, it's great to, to have it in their own words. Can you actually put it into an email exactly what they said for certain parts? Yeah. I, you know, I think it's interesting in that like, you know, the, the other side of the, of the call wants the recording just as much as like the rep does, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times there's a there's a decision maker that's not on that call that wants to see parts of the two, especially if you're doing a demo. And so we actually have a way for you can, you know, send them just snippets of the call, like, hey, here's a highlight, right? Here's the thing you got really excited about, or here was a here's the answer to your key question. Or you can just send them the entire call, you know, and we'll do automatic things like, you know, jump directly to where the screen sharing started. Right. Um, or here are the action items out of this call. Right. Um, and so it's kind of nice because you can, you know, you can share the other prospect can share it with their boss and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Brilliant. And, and what are some uh, examples of how it helps um, people close more sales? I mean, I think I think all of us, if you know, the biggest thing I've seen is that when I have, you know, someone does a call and then you have a you got a follow up call a week later how good are you really if you're just reading your notes of really like picking up where you left off? Yeah. Right. And so I think the ability to, you know, in some ways the notes generating notes to me, is kind of like Netflix sending DVDs, right? Like long-term, I actually think we're just going to give you, here's a 90 second highlight reel of this call. And for the rep, it just jogs your memory. And I'm like, I remember this call exactly. Let's pick up right where we left off. Right. Um, and so really just, you know, it's less back and forth, right? I don't remember, I don't forget things. I don't have to follow up and be like, oh, what did they say? Sort of thing. Um, also, it helps my manager coach me because I, you know, I can show them, hey, what do you think about what they said here? Um, so a lot of what we do is really just help with time compression and help you really maximize the time you're on the call. I will say one feature that people are starting to use that I'm really excited about is so we do everything in real time, real time record, real time transcribe. Yeah. And one of the things you can do is we can send it a clip of a video call to a Slack channel while the call is happening. 
And where I think this is really cool is where you've got like technical questions, where you've got some question that maybe someone on your team knows the answer to, but you don't while you're on the call. And so rather than the usual thing where I've got to like follow up after the call and like rope and other people, I click a button. I've got a button in mind. This is tech question. I click that button within 20 seconds, the prospect asking me that the, the like literal video of the prospect asking me that question is in a Slack channel with some of my SEs. They're watching it and they're like slacking me back the answer. And pretty soon they'll be able to like kind of knock and say like, you know, can they join the call? Right. And so you think about the magic of like, you ask a question, the rep's like, you know what? I actually don't know. I'm going to find out that answer. And two minutes later, there's an SC jumping on the call being like, I listened to your question. It's a great question. The answer is da da da. Right. And it's like that kind of like magical, kind of collaborative time compression stuff is what we're really excited about. Yeah. That's really, really cool. I, I definitely haven't heard, I've certainly had that pain point a lot of times, but I haven't heard a, a solution for it. So, so that's uh, brilliant. I think also other team members, like for me, I get a lot of my team to do the follow up right? Mm -hmm. Post call. So I think, you know, for them to have the exact words, like you said, and be more specific, because you're right, everyone writes different forms of notes. And to me, I'm always shorter. So there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of nuance that people miss. So, you know, I think to do that, and also, you know, I love how you can map out your sales process. Like for me, I always start with, you know, getting to know them, right? So, you know, I could have a personal section. And then like you said, you know, what, what are your goals? What do you want to achieve? You know, what are your obstacles? So having that customized to uh, capture those things. And then, um, and, and, and when it comes back in one block, I'm assuming then you can just, you know, copy and paste that into the areas of your sales CRM where you've got them uh, sectioned out. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're even working on, you can like time to specific fields, right? So like, oh, I want these things to fill out the pain point field, right? Or their story field or whatnot, right? So automating all that data entry. Yeah. We also have some people too, that I think have an assistant that's, you know, doing their follow-ups doing it and, you know, you giving them notes or you give them actual the recording of the highlights like you said, they can create a much more robust and accurate like follow-up because they can kind of, again, just watch the last couple of minutes and see the highlights. Yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely, because, you know, the, the software I use at the moment, you know, I'm often making um, actions for my team to say, hey, mm. go and do this or for their team to go and do this when I'm coaching or mentoring someone. So it'd be fantastic to to have that. So it's just a team button and then they know bang, yep. that's that's the action they can grab. So uh, yep. I really like that. I haven't seen that in any other uh, software. And, uh, you know, we, we sometimes all talk about Zoom fatigue, right? Because uh, for me, to be honest, I've spent well, 10 years uh, working from home. So, you know, I was well and truly ready for the, the pandemic uh, from a work perspective, but not everyone's been doing that. And there is a lot of things around Zoom fatigue. What's your take on, uh, you know, even where Zoom's headed and, and what are some of the, the features uh, they're going to bring on the market that um, maybe aren't there at the moment? Yeah, I mean, we, we started from this core, or, you know, our core thing we're trying to solve to start with is like, let's replace note-taking or find a better way to kind of, you know, share the moments from the call, but we've kind of already started expanding our scope and just think about what are all the things we can do to help you like have a less stressful call, yeah. right? How, how do we, how do we support you? What are all the th ways software can support you, right? So obviously it can record things, it can allow you to highlight things. Uh, we've added in things recently where it'll like, you know, alert you how much time is left in the meeting. So I have to watch the clock. It'll alert me if I start monologuing for too long, right? So if I start monologuing for like 90 seconds or two minutes, it just gives me a little monologue alert. Uh, every five minutes, I tell you the talk time. Um, we're working on a thing right now where I'm going to tell you who's on the call. Here's their job titles. Here's the link. Here's their LinkedIn icons. Here's the links back to the CRM. Um, we're working on another one where we're going to keep track of, okay, you know, five people are supposed to be in this meeting. 
who are we missing? Do we have everyone here? I hate that, man. I'm always like looking at the participants and let's try to figure it out. And we'll just have automatically tell you everyone's here, like you're good to go. And so we've thought, sort of thinking a lot more about like, just what are all the things we can do? Um, when you start screen sharing, we're going to hide things from your desktop, right? We're going to like, you know, turn off your notifications. So we're just trying to think of what are all the things we can do? Yeah. So I, I feel like one of the part of the Zoom fatigue is there's just like, I'm jumping between a lot of these things. I'm on my computer, like I, I didn't close all my windows. I was just thinking of like, what are all the things we could do to just make it so you just have to show up and be a human and we can get rid of all the other stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm like you where I kind of was doing a lot of remote stuff before the pandemic. So like, I think I've had a little more practice with this. In fact, I actually prefer now Zoom meetings to in-person meetings because I am garbage at doing notes now in person meetings because I'm just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't fit in my workflow anymore. Right. I'm just like, wait, I gotta remember what did they say? Am I rude if I asked it again? Yeah, um, look, I'm I'm the same. I, to be honest, I don't think I've had an in-person meeting in about eight years. So uh for me, you know, part of it's because I was on a dialysis machine. So you know it's pretty hard to, to have an in-person <laughs> meeting when that's happening. But yeah, look for me now I'm I much prefer it. And I and look I don't know because I haven't got a comparison point. But for me, I think you get more quality, more focused um, on a on a you know a, a Zoom meeting. I know that's become like yep. Apple. You know, it's become the default word for the category now. But uh, yeah, I think it's really good. And and you know, what what's your view on you know however the pandemic plays out? You know, it goes back to a, a, a place where. You know, you can meet in person again. How do you think that's going to work? Is it going to be like a hybrid or, you know, people will choose to work more remotely? What are some of the trends you're seeing in that that area of uh, working remotely? I mean, as, as a, you know, we started this company as a fully remote company and we plan to commit to that. And honestly, I'm very excited from a hiring perspective because if you look at the, all the studies that are being done at different organizations, you find that a third of people want to go back to the office, a third of people never want to go back to the office, yeah. and a third of people want to split time. And so I'm very excited that no matter what you choose, if you're a big company, you're kind of going to you know, alienate two thirds of your users, uh, your, sorry, your, users your, your employees, right? And so uh, I, I think there's going to be this big sort Right, where a lot of people are going to be like, I really like that work that work from home thing. I'm going to go seek out companies that are focused on that. And there's going to be people that be like, oh great, I actually never want to work from home. Like I'm really back, excited to be back in the office. But uh, no, I think I, you know, I think sales is really interesting too because I feel like sales was the last role to really go remote. Yes, right. Like I think a lot of you know, there's a lot of sales managers are very hesitant about their team not being in the room, right? And a lot of what we're trying to do is how do we how do we recreate the good parts of the sales floor, like the ambient awareness of how your how your team says things um, in a remote environment? Because I think it's going to be hard to get people back in the office, right? Yeah. Especially especially the younger set, right? Like they're everyone's getting, especially it's now it's gone on you know almost two years here. We've gotten very habituated to oh, I can do this from anywhere. Like I'm currently doing this podcast from Lake Tahoe. Like that's. Yeah. That's a lot better than downtown San Francisco. I've got to tell you. Yeah. So yeah, and just travel. You know, travel time alone. Like you know, you just think of the so hours that people are, are working. And I know there's some been research saying that people now are working more than they ever have because of that. Right? They're like, yeah, you know, to their to work a lot quicker and uh, tend to stay longer. But the I think the other one is. Um, you know, people always say that, you know, I want to be close to my team, but in reality, like how often in a week does someone actually see someone that's in the office, right? They're either out to other right. meetings, et cetera. Whereas what I love about your tool or platform is that, you know, you're actually getting very specifics on the call, right? So right. 
you know, so like you said, you can go in as a manager and give, you know, feedback uh, on on calls. And uh, even for some of my clients that I'm coaching, you know, like I'm like, okay, so, you know, show me your last call. Like, let's go through this. And it's always uncomfortable to begin with, but in the right way and it's framed the right way, it can be hugely valuable. So I think actually using a tool like yours, they're going to actually get closer to uh, really helping people than what they would be if, you know, they're so-called in the office. So, um yeah, well, the, the two things I'm hopeful for in the future, like one is I, you know, I think one of the challenges with the remote is you tend to have this meeting inflation where you tend to like over invite people to all these meetings because now it doesn't cost you anything. It's like, well, we don't have to find a conference room to fit everyone. So we just over invite people. And so like, you know, the mechanic, I was mentioning earlier, how we can, you know, send a part of a, a, a call to someone who's not on the call, right. To a support engineer or something like that. I think the same thing eventually we can apply that to internal meetings too. Right. And you could say, Okay, we don't need to invite everyone to this. If there's some part that's relevant to them, we can like at mention them in the meeting and they'll get that portion of the meeting or they can watch it afterwards at 1.5x speed. Right. And I think I think that's what caused a lot of Zoom fatigue for folks too, is a lot of these just like you know, internal meetings where you really only need to be engaged 10% of the time, but you have to be on this thing and you got to keep your video on, you got to be looking good and you got to like stare at yourself for half an hour. And it turns out like that's a lot of cognitive load. Yes. Uh, and the other thing I'm really excited about, I mentioned going back to like kind of future things is, you know, I think over the horizon, we'll start to be able to detect things, you know, like <clears throat> you're giving a demo, right? I'm showing off my product. I'm not really watching your face. I'm not, I can't, I'm not really paying attention to how engaged you are. That is one of the things you definitely lose over Zoom versus in person, right? If I'm across the table from you, I'm showing you a demo. I've got a very good read on, am I keeping Paul engaged here? Is Paul not enough, right? And when they shrink down to the size of my thumb in the corner, we lose that. But one of the things we're starting to do is we're getting, you know, we have access to every one of these video streams. Yes. We have kind of like some visual recognition. We can start telling like, hey, well, warning, like you're losing this audience, right? Or start being able to tell you, give you like superpowers on the call, right? So again, you have more and more ways to know, like, I don't worry at the end of the call, did that go well or did that not go well and I missed it, right? Like we've got a lot of telemetry telling you, this is good, you're, you did a good job or hey, help you correct course in the middle of the meeting. So there's a lot of, you know, right now we've got kind of this human in the middle stuff, but there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike where I think, you know, the computer can start sending the follow-ups for you, can do a better job of detecting the action items, can do a better job of summarizing some of the points that you talked about and things like that. Um, I think a few, a bunch of companies kind of jumped the gun on that. And so like push some versions of that probably about two years ago that were just weren't there. Yes. But I think we're getting close to that actually being legitimately useful. Yeah, brilliant. And, and look, I don't, well, I'm assuming you're, you know, watching this and just thinking, you know, Richard, how can this be free? Like, this just sounds too good to be true. So, you know, what's the future pricing plans for Fathom? So, you know, right now we are very focused on making the the most awesome app we can for like what I call the single player experience, the person that's on the call. And, you know, one of the great things about doing this is there's kind of a, you know, by making it completely free, we make it very easy for people to share this product, right? And and they we see a lot of people tell their colleagues, tell people who are on the call with, right? Like, hey, check out this product, right? Um, and then where we kind of see ourselves going is we're building out a, a version of the product for teams and really for the manager, which is a whole different set of features and value, right? And that's where we will probably look to monetize, right? But at the individual rep level, no, we just want to give them a great product that like makes their lives easier. We're pretty. We'll, we'll get. We'll get your boss to pull out the credit card at some point. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. And uh, the domain, you know, fathom.video, You know, uh, 
I haven't seen a lot of dot video domains around. What was the the um, you know how much debate was there a dot com versus a, a dot video? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're in an era now where the key thing is just can you you know everyone's going to search for you on Google anyways. There's already you know too many non dot coms right. So <laughs> you just got to find a namespace where you think you can eventually win organically and be the first thing right and and unfortunately for us there's like a movie that came out called fathom and so we're like still fighting to like win that like search engine race with them um but yeah it's funny we actually i think we put together a list we actually worked backwards from i think we took a bunch of like five to seven letter english i think verbs and uh oh we just switched words and then we ran them through and just said like okay which of these are available across and then we looked at all the tlds so there's like now like 200 tlds and we said okay these are like the 20 tlds that probably would make sense for us and then we just did this big merge and said okay what what's available between the like you know all the six letter verbs we could come up with and the 20 tlds we shortlisted and we got like a short list of like 10 names that we kind of tested out everyone kind of like fathom. So, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a, there's not a lot of, it's tough to find. <laughs> thank, thank goodness they've got these new TLDs because we're rapidly running. I, you know, I was not excited about doing get fathom.app.net.com, right. Yeah. Which is probably what you'd have to do otherwise. Yeah. Look, it, it's funny. Um, So I'm after paulhiggins.com now, apparently the person that's got it lives in the next suburb, right? Won't Stop answer it. the email. Uh, won't answer the phone number. The phone number attached to the records, right? Ugh. So yeah, I've literally got out of all the world. I've got the person with my domain <laughs> in the next suburb to me, and I can't get a hold of them. So uh, I think I'm just. I've got paulhiggins.co. I think I'm just going to have to to go with that because at the moment paulhigginsmentoring.com. Every time I type it, I'm like, oh my god, like this is just too long. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's. I think um, yeah, the world uh, the world of just .coms is uh, is definitely gone. So um, yeah, and. Yours is absolutely befitting of the the product. So uh, what we'll do now is just go into the deep dive on a couple of sales habits to close it out. So the first one is what is a daily sales habit that you do to accelerate your sales? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, one of the things we do a lot of is we do a lot of, I have a, you know, kind of a hybrid sales success team. Yeah. Um, but probably the thing that we do most to accelerate, like we actually pay people to take meetings with us. So it's a free product and we pay you to take a meeting with us after you've used it once. Uh, and we found that has, that does super well. Um, obviously we still do the, I have a, it's an automated message, but I generally respond to them usually within minutes. After you have your first call using our app, you will get a message from me asking you how it went. Um, uh, yeah, I think we I think we put some some gates on it where it's like we're looking for ICP users, right? Yeah. But inside of that, and so like those two things, right? Actually, for a free product, putting a live human on a fifteen minute call with someone that's just literally like, hey, how can we help you? And getting outreach from the CEO, that stuff still works like crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. And um, other than Fathom, what's another piece of technology which is essential for running your business? Or in, no, I'll be more narrow that accelerating yeah. your sales. <laughs> Sales. Um, we have a, I think we've just got a lot of, we have a lot, we've operationalized a lot of things. Um, so I think we use a lot of automations in HubSpot. We, we've built out a lot of data warehouse stuff very early on. And so it's basically HubSpot and Slack, right? Become this kind of remote. I, I feel like as a remote company, yeah. having good automations between your CRM and Slack is like essential yes. to making sure like it's, 
you know, nothing falls through the cracks. Right. And so we're constantly automating more and more things. Um, we actually have this, like, uh, you know, the other thing we do that's been really helpful is like, we have a, a like a advocacy group, you know, we send you swag and we, you know, like we'll send you swag. We'll give you VIP support, which we had to like figure out how to like, you know, flag people with VIP and we wait their feedback higher. We also give them equity in the company, uh, which is also driven crazy, but we have this whole process for, you know, there's like automated review of people to figure out if they'd be a good fit for this. And then we get like, you get it, you know, it's like a nomination process. There's like a eight step process happens on our end, but it's all just single clicks in Slack and HubSpot. And so I think I've been really impressed with HubSpot automations in general to just make a lot of this stuff really easy. Yeah, brilliant. And, um, you know, you've talked about uh, word of mouth referral, being it free, et cetera, but what are some other ways and the advocacy program, but what are some other ways that you generate leads in your business? Well, we got very fortunate in that we were one of the first apps in this new Zoom app marketplace. We were in a 50 launch partners in that. And I think, I think last time I checked, we're the number one app in there. So we get a lot of leads from that. Um, you know, the second highest lead source for us is, is invites. And so we do a lot to like, you know, share it with your team, share it with people you meet with. Um, but we're also doing just a lot of like marketplaces, right? So getting our apps into more marketplaces. Uh, and then, you know, what we're doing right here, I think podcasts are, are turning out to be a, you know, a great source of really high quality leads. Yeah. Yeah. Look, totally agree. And uh, the last one's a big one, but if we're going to take one action from today to accelerate or 10 times our sales, what would that be? I mean, obviously selfish. I want to tell you to go fathom that video slash pod, skip the wait list, sign up for our free product. You'll have so much more time. You'll save a lot of time per day in note-taking. Um, that yeah, that's my shameless plug. I, I think I'm allowed one of those, right? You are. You are. Okay. Cool. All right. Perfect. And and look, that's what I was going to wrap up with, right? So you can go to, like you said, fathom.video forward slash pod. Yeah. And uh, we'll have all those links in the show notes. But uh, look, I, I think it's the way that you've summarized it today, it's definitely something that uh, I'm going to start using. And uh, go have a look at the demo, everyone, because you know it's 90 seconds, but it really shows you exactly how those custom fields work and you know you know what we're talking about here is a video is much better than uh, than ver- words or text so go and have a look at it but it's a fantastic product well done in 12 months what you've generated and uh, really look forward to some of those featured um, additions that you're talking about because you know i think we we all could uh have sales made easier and i think what you're on a quest to do is uh is is, is definitely that so uh, richard absolute pleasure having you on today pleasure's all mine thank you so much paul what a great guy richard is and what a fantastic product i just love the way that he set up those custom fields there's a lot of things that i would love to have in a recording tool of sales calls that he's delivered on. And the fact that it's free is brand. And don't forget to go to fathom.video forward slash pod, which is P-O-D, to jump that 700Q to get access to the product straight away. And why don't you share what you've learned out of this podcast? And most importantly, share, if you are using the product, share on your socials and let Richard know how much you're enjoying it. It's a wonderful tool. Um, I'm using it and I highly recommend that you do it as well. So there will be a, a summary of all the points in the show notes and also, you can get the full transcript if you like by just going to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. 
And why don't you share this with others? So, you know, one of the key things that this product is getting so much success is the viral nature of it. It's free. So I think your friends and colleagues would love it. So why don't you share this episode with them so that they can enjoy Fathom.video as well. And check out some of the solo shows if if you're new and you haven't listened to some of those before. And most importantly, please take action to accelerate your sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.